Hello. Oh, hi. Welcome to Conversations, Conversations with Goddesses. Goddesses. This is episode number nine. nine. Oh my gosh. It's yes. episode nine. Can't believe it. We're one away from double digits. Yes. Okay. We have so much that we want to talk about. We do. So, uh, but first I feel like we maybe left y'all hanging a little bit when a couple episodes ago, we're going to text the fuck boys and see if they reply. Yes. Like one of them was kind of like, can I tell you something? Yes. And then I think we got a response from some of them. Yeah. Some things have unfolded since then. Right. So let's start with my first love. Fuckboy Zero. I thought I was going to be Miss Fuckboy Zero someday. He doesn't even know what he spawned here. I know! We We have to thank him one day. I know. He'll love it. So much material, (laughs) but he won't reply. Saturday, July 11th at 6.30. This does not involve you. Um, She's like, oh, hell yes, it does. <laughs> oh, she liked Fuckboy Zero, too. Aww. He got in her head as well. My dog, he liked him a lot. <sighs> hey, dot, 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 can I tell you something? And he replied, what's up? And that's where we had left it at the end of that last podcast. So the next day at 11.30 p.m., I texted him back. I am tempted to share something with you, but I don't know if I should. I don't think you give a fuck about anything that comes from me, so I don't really think it matters. Laughy face. And he said, Well, that's not a very nice thing to say. What is it? And then I didn't answer. And then the next morning, he texted at 7.40 a.m. Are you not wanting to say anything? And then I said, No, I guess not, because I'm not up for you ignoring me if you don't want to respond. Not worth it. You've caused me enough shitty feelings already. Natalie, just say whatever you're wanting to say. So that was Monday morning, 7.40 a.m., and then I don't reply to that, and then at 6.13 p.m. that night, dude, dot, dot, dot. And then the next day, Tuesday, at 11.08 a.m., so instead you ignore me, dot, 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 thumbs up emoji. So we've got him now texting me, uh-huh. and I'm ignoring his text. Not and- just double texting, one, two, three, four, four texts in a row. <laughs> Then after he said, so you're just going to ignore me, I was like, oh, I do want to reply because I want to say something to him and I don't want him to like end up blocking me and I'll never get to say what I wanted to say. I said, hey, I'm going to reply. I'm just organizing my thoughts for a minute. And then this is the text of the year. After this last text exchange, after being ignored all week, I guess it just made me think back. You know you were the first person that I really dated and cared about and felt a connection with and fell for. So I don't know, I guess part of me just wanted you to realize how the way things unfolded affected me. I chose to trust you when you told me all of these really important sounding things, but now I feel stupid for choosing to believe them. And then when you started to fade out, it was really confusing to me. And then when things shifted into a casual space, I tried to shift my mindset because I still wanted to be around you. And I felt safe with you and still felt that chemistry. But I tried to have zero expectations. It worked a couple of times, but after the last time I saw you, it stung too hard when you ignored me the next day and then after that. Regardless of how casual something is, that level of non-contact after I've just spent the night with you feels dismissive. It makes me feel disposable and I don't want to feel shitty regardless of the level of commitment or lack thereof, even if it's an occasional hookup. 
I mean, honestly, it just sucks to be treated like that. I totally understand if at any point you decided that you weren't interested anymore, but it would have been a lot less confusing for me if maybe you could have just said that instead of being elusive and vague. I'm far from perfect, but I try not to ignore people or be confusing. I really try to be honest and transparent. I don't know why I'm sharing these thoughts with you. I honestly don't expect a response. Maybe just for my own closure, I don't know. So when I sent that, M, you came over that day, I was like having a panic attack because sending that, I didn't expect him to respond. And I thought, okay, he's going to block me on everything and I'm yeah. never going to talk to this person again. In fact, when I was formulating the text in my notes section, it's titled, <laughs> My Last Text to Fuckboy Zero. So that was at about 1 p.m. And then a couple of hours later, he texted I'm honestly sorry for any hurt I caused you. That was never my intention at all. I'm not sure I really knew what was going on. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So that makes me angry. Wasn't going to let him get away with that because he was Good. very clear about what I know. Was going I think on. I even suggested that you go back and screenshot all the times when he oh, said yes. specific things that he knew exactly what was going on, at least on his side. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> things like. I never want to look at another woman again. Yeah. I've you never feel felt like this way. Yes. It went on and on. It's pretty cut and dry how he felt. So I said, I appreciate the apology, but I'm not sure what you mean by not being sure what was going on. I think what was confusing for me early on was that your words that you wanted to be, quote, all in and behaviors ignoring slash avoiding me didn't match. And then later, when we were just casual hookup, it was the blatant ignoring just after I'd spent the night with you that was hard for me to swallow. And then last week, I was kind of concerned about you as a friend and was ignored in that capacity as well. So I guess it was after that when I just felt like I wanted to express these thoughts to you. No hard feelings at all. And for what it's worth, I do care about you and honestly hope life is treating you well smiley face. And then he replied, I don't have any hard feelings either, and I'm not really sure how it all ended up this way, but I will always very deeply care about you. And then I said, well, we can agree on all of those things, and thanks for listening. And then he shifted it to a little bit more of a lighter, playful tone, and then I matched his playful tone and sent him a gif. So I thought, okay, he's trying to take it to a lighter place so we can, and I'm still thinking at any time, like, this is done. This is over. Like, he's just trying to make it end on a little bit of a lighter note. Uh -huh. And so I went along with that. That's what I thought it was over. Thursday, um, I posted something on my story and he texted me commenting on it. I replied to him. We went back and forth and then he starts getting flirty. He asked me for a picture so he texts me throughout the week, and then the following Monday, I notice that he's not following me on Instagram anymore. And um, I he's shut down his social media in the past, so I look and know his social media is up, but he's stopped following about 20 people, um, just because, yes, I know it's sad, but I know how many you know people he was following. He's yes. following. It's all right, we all do it. And, I, and it was down by about 20, and so, no, 30. It was down 30, and so um, I was thinking, like, why did he clear out all of that and including me. And so I did text him that because we had been casually I texting. I wonder if some of those were other girls. That's what I thought. I thought I was going to go in there and see who he's still following and there were going to be no girls. Like maybe he's dating somebody that was like, I don't want you following women. But they were still, there were still a lot of women on there. Yeah. So I texted him um, the pondering emoji that everybody knows is my favorite. Uh, you love the pondering emoji. And he goes, what? And then I said, did you stop following me on Instagram? And he said, not that I know of. Oh, please. I deleted 
deleted it for a while. No, I know. I mean, obviously he knows that. And especially after I said, did you stop? If he wasn't sure, he would have gone there immediately and been like, oh shit. Yeah. And refollowed. Right. And he goes, not that I know of. I deleted it for a while and I'm playing They ask you like, are you sure you want to unfollow? Really? Because I think like unfollow or block. I think you get options. I don't think you can just like accidentally unfollow. um, Okay. Let's look really quick. I'll find a person that's like random. Okay. They're kind of giving you all the things because you what if you just don't want to unfollow you just want to mute them yeah you, i'm saying he can't just click it and you're unfollowed there is this let's see you can remove like if you go to your followers i'll do it okay on your followers okay yeah do it okay so this person i'm gonna click remove you oh, still get a second you get a second i think yeah. all these things do that on purpose because when you're scrolling it's very mm-hmm. easy there's a block that's like are you sure you want to do this okay so it was intentional this is starting to get weird so um <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't already weird. And so, but I'm playing along. He said, um, no, not that I know of. I deleted it for a while. And I said, uh, okay, maybe that was it. Smiley face. And he said, maybe exclamation point. Like, oh, I don't know. This is so confusing. How did I end up not following you on Instagram? Uh-huh. He's still like, he never did back. And then. So shady. And then I sent him a meme on Instagram. So I could still message him, even though he wasn't following me. Anyway, I sent him a meme via Instagram and he texted texted me back again on the phone and he said send me one of you instead like a picture mm-hmm. and then I'm still being kind of playful but not I, I said oh aren't you tired of pics of me you're probably so bored of boring old me and he sent me eye rolls and then I did send him a little teasy picture it's I'm in it's workout clothes so it's nothing <laughs> and then he asks for more of course he does. and then I told him I was uh I was I was about to pick up dinner with my son and then he said you should roll yourself over here after dinner. And I said, tempting, but we're watching a movie and making a whole night of it. He said, again, just come over later. And then the next day, he texted at 1030 in the morning, are you going to come hang out today? So Mm -hmm. this is Monday, Tuesday. And then I I do the Jared Freed thing where I'm like, I can't today. My schedule's a beat down today. How's tomorrow or Thursday? Give him some other options. So you're better at least giving times. I get so annoyed. I'm just like, no, you pick a time this week and I'll make time. I'm not doing the day of. Sorry, we just like sidetracked. I know. So so there's somebody that I've been texting who is very busy and I get it, but they do the day of thing. Like, even if it's in the morning, like, Hey, are you going to make it over this way? And I'm like, I've said multiple times, I'm not doing the day of thing. And they're like, okay, I understand. I'll make, I'll make plans. And then I'm like, okay. And then the plans don't happen. And then the next day when, let me know if you're going to be over this way. And I'm like, no, I feel like that's still making it too easy. I cannot spell it out anymore. You know that I want you to carve out a day and a time and tell me at least one day, preferably two in advance. If you're going to keep asking the day of, I'm going to keep saying no. And it'll either click in their brain Uh or they'll just never see me again. Well, yeah. He's an educated, grown Mm -hmm. man. Um, So I think what he's doing is like Jared Freed, J-Train, our favorite, talks about this too, where guys will keep asking that and then think they'll catch you one of the times where you'll be in a moment of weakness or you'll just say, okay, fine, I'll come over. And probably a lot of girls will. I don't think he understands. You know me. I'm stubborn AF. I can literally play this game forever. And I'm not even playing a game. I'm just like, you know Mm -hmm. what my rule is. This is my standard. And you are going to either do it or you literally won't see me again. And I get the like, it would be nice to see you. Okay, well, you know how that can happen. Yeah, make a plan. Make a plan. Anyway. Okay, so I did. um, So I said um, tomorrow I'm available 11 to 1 or after 6.30 p.m. and Thursday after 2 p.m. And he said, okay, smiley face. Then he gets flirty again. 
again. And the next day, so that was Tuesday, Wednesday, he asks me to come over that evening. This was Wednesday evening is one of the times I'd given him was after 6.30, but he never like said, okay, let's do after 6.30. So he just texted and he said, see you at 6.45. And I was like, oh, I have other plans. And he was like, you've got to be kidding, LOL. You said 6.30 tonight. Can you ask her if she can change plans? He said, ask her, make it happen. So... I went over there that night, that Wednesday night. I don't know what I was expecting. I really didn't know. I mean, I hadn't seen him in months. And after I'd sent him that long text, I didn't know like what, to what end, like what's his game now? Like I made it very clear that like I didn't, I didn't want to be treated like that anymore. And then, so I don't know. I was just kind of curious how it was going to go. I went over there literally with like a change of clothes in my bag, like thinking, I don't know if I'm going to end up spending the night or not. I know that sounds like really sad, but uh, so. So again, having no idea what to expect and he did not bring up anything about any of the conversations we'd had. He just like, we just watched TV and we got cuddly and we ended up kissing and stuff. And then um, it started kind of moving in a sex direction. And I just said, I didn't want to do that. And um, then I said, I better go. And he asked me to stay. And I just said, I really think I need to go. So I left. So I was very proud of myself for not like spending the night or going further than I felt comfortable going. Okay, then he got weird again. So that was Wednesday. And then Friday, he does this thing like, what are you up to tonight? And I told him my available times. And and then I was like, what about you? And he's and he didn't invite me over. He was just like, oh, I'm just relaxing. And I'm like, why would you ask me what I was up to then? Okay, so that was Friday. And then don't hear from him all weekend. So Sunday evening, I said, hey, how was your weekend? And we noticed again, he had shut down all of his social media again. Yeah, it wasn't just that he wasn't following me. It was so crazy. And so then after that too, fuck boys don't change. But the the shutting down of the social media had never happened before this last time when we were speculating. No, like, I, I'm not even taking that out of oh, it. I just oh. mean his texting habits and the yeah. like. Okay, I'm kind of reeling you back in. Yeah, and then it's just it's and he didn't get what he wanted when you came over, and he's just. Yeah. Probably looking for that girl that just will come over at the drop of a hat. But I will say I am glad that I went because when I when I did first go, I was like, oh, damn it. Like, as soon as he hugged me when I walked in the door, I was like, fuck, this feels great. But after him being non-responsive the rest of that weekend and then the weirdness of shutting down his social media, like, I literally didn't. That's why I don't, like, I'm glad that you're not going to, like, go over there anymore. And then I didn't, like, the whole weekend, I was really surprised because I wasn't, like, checking my text or worried about it, really. Like I, his odd behavior, especially by how weird it was to like not mention all of those texts. Like I just basically like said, I felt stupid for believing anything you ever said to me. And then I come over for the first time in a few months and just like nothing ever happened. Because he has no accountability. Yes. And so that's why he's fuckboy zero. Zero. See, Annie has to call me. Hell yeah. Um, She's like, preach mom. So this is the end of fuckboy zero here that night, Sunday night. So now it's what day? Tuesday. So Sunday night, um, he didn't reply to when I asked how his weekend was. And so then I sent this later Sunday night. I said, your vibe seemed pretty off the last time I saw you. And I've been thinking that for a while. And I noticed you shut down your social media again. So it's made me think that maybe you're having some issues or problems in your life and I just wanted to let you know that I do care about you as a friend so if you ever want to talk or vent or whatever I will listen and support you regardless of our past or current romantic standing I care about you as a person I just want to let you know I'm here for you so I sent that 
Sunday night, haven't heard anything. And I'm not worried about it. Like I really don't have, I mean, it was good. It was good that I sent him all those texts and it was good that I went over there that night. I feel like, so I feel like if I had just done what kind of the status quo advice is about fuckboys and just say, block them on everything, stop replying, don't text them. I don't know. I wonder if I would still have a little bit of that heartbreak. I feel like getting everything out that I wanted to say to him and seeing him one last time and how he acted was a turnoff. Yeah. It was a turnoff. So that's, that's that. Okay. So we thought after talking about fuck boy zero, we wanted to define fuck boy because I feel like, um, it kind of has a very liquid definition. It does. Like friends of mine who I've sent this podcast to who are my age or older who have no like dating app experience or they they were like what's a fuck boy like what does that mean so oh I went on a trip last weekend and one of my friends asked me like when I left he was like do you have a fuck boy with you or are you solo like he thought it like a fuck boy was somebody that I would take just to like have my way with and I'm like, no, no 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 I have read and heard that term is originally meant something different like in the gay community and so um it may have evolved Exactly. So fuckboys as we know them today. <laughs> the first definition, a um, fuckboy is a manipulative guy who does whatever it takes to get what he wants. And I think you should end, go to that other paragraph where it, it clarified between a, a fuckboy and a player. Because that was a really important add-on to that. Okay. it is a distinct difference. That's right. Okay. A fuckboy and a player are two different things. Players do not try to get to know her. They do not give her relationship vibes. They let her know where she stands. Fuckboys do not. Hence, manipulative. It's manip- yeah. The, the fuckboy makes you think. He says all the things that make you think there's a shot of a relationship. Players are straight up like... I ain't got no time for a relationship. We're going to hook up. I hope that's cool with you. Uh, Fuckboys are like, like I love you're you. like family. Yeah. And I can't imagine being with somebody else. Uh, but they have the same goal. They just sugarcoat theirs with lies. Ugh. Painful. I feel personal. It's really evil. Attacked. Um, okay, so we've got some other bullet points about fuckboys, and we're just going to go through them. So I'll let you take the first one. He asks you to hang out, but doesn't text you to follow up. And when you ask if you're still on, he's just like, sure, where should I meet you? He's putting it on you. Uh-huh. And that way it's more casual. It's kind of like what I was talking about before. Like, oh, yeah. You just, they won't nail down a day and a time. That's too much commitment. It's, they want you to think that you have a date. That's true. That is manipulative as shit. Um, <laughs> okay. He says things like, we should hang but never initiates an actual date. Same thing. Yep. He says things like, let me know when you're free, rather than proposing an actual time and place. Wow. I feel like I'm banging my head against the wall reading this because this is exact. it's like, you know, we can read lists like this without having the experiences and it just sounds like we're doing research, but we've literally just been saying all of these exact things that I they know. have actually been doing. It is like a formula. Oh, this list um, is mostly from Betches that we've already love talked Betches. about that we love, yeah. but um, oh, the, our overall research um, in the field. Yeah. <laughs> this is accurate. Oh gosh. He uses phrases like keep me posted and let's stay in touch when you invite him to come out instead of just giving you a straight answer. OMG. I've had that one before with people I've dated in the past. When I was newbie single, it was a very vague, like, 
you would kind of make plans. And then when it would get close to plans, it would be like, so we can do this unless you don't want to. It's totally cool if you don't want to, but like, let me know if you want to, but like, it's if you don't want to, like I'm fine. And you're like, what? Like, <laughs> do you want to? And then you feel like if you say, I want to, that like, you look like a weirdo. Desperate. desperate. Uh, <laughs> make a lot of noises and disgust. Um, There's nothing more frustrating than them, that. I obviously want to. That's why I'm following up. So don't like wiggle out of it that way. It is so frustrating. It's like, okay, well, I'm just waiting to hear when you're a bit up free. I'm like, no. I've, just, I've said multiple, I will make myself available if you give me a notice. That's how this works. Like, you and I plan this out days in advance. You can't just, well, keep me posted. No. Right. I will not. I feel like that's kind of like that last fuckboy zero conversation when I gave him those multiple times and he just said, okay, or yes. 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 So then later he was like, hey, you said tonight. So I think it's like he doesn't want to commit to one of those no. times in case something else, else comes, comes up. up. Yeah. Or they have to cancel and they don't want to deal with the canceling. It's like the commit. It's the commitment part. And I'm Ugh. like, get over it. Grow a fucking pair. Seriously. These are grown men with children. Ugh. For fuck's sake. Seriously. <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Um, oh, this one sounds familiar. He'll disappear for days without you hearing from him. And when he finally resurfaces, he offers no explanation like it's perfectly normal. Yes, you have. I have an experience that you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, the worst is the, the fuckboy zero example. Like, I I mean, he spottily communicates after I just poured my entire, like, yeah. thoughts out to him and then acts like everything is totally normal when I get to You know house. what I wonder, though? And I'm serious. Like, and I've been venting my frustrations to you about this the yeah. last couple of days. I almost, this is where I feel like I want to fizzle out because, like, I am getting that daily communication, but it's, like, on repeat and it's starting to get really annoying. Yeah. And I almost wonder if I would not even want the agitation when I know it's not going anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. Let me just like kind of remove you from my life. Right. Yeah. So I'd almost rather him kind of disappear so I could be like, okay, it's that antagonizing, like, good morning, good afternoon. Are you coming over to my house? What would you think about like, um, we were just talking about sending those like really straightforward texts. What would you think about sending him a text? Like, I'm not interested in doing this little text thing anymore. Like, if you're going to ask me out for a time in the future, do it. If not, like, then like I, yeah, I haven't presented it like an let, ultimatum. Like, then we're not a match. I have, though, presented I have, though. I've said, I'm not the girl for you. This isn't the way I operate. I need a heads up. Like, I'm busy, and I know you are, too. And then I get the next day, the, like, apologetic, like, oh, we're going to go here, and we're going to do this. And then it's like, okay, guess what? I'm leaving town tomorrow for work. Well, you can, um, I mean, maybe in your own head be like, okay, I mean, this last, the last, what was the last exchange was? Today. And he said. Um, it was, okay, so let me preface. Okay, it was last night, and I said something like we talked during the day about and he wanted me to come over or let me know if you're gonna be in my area if when you're working today and I was like I don't even think I responded to that and then later that night I was frustrated and I was just like you're the most confusing person because like this has been going on and on and I get a text message like an hour later and he's like what like I've just been working all day I'm still working I'm working as fast as I can how am I confusing and I'm like whatever I didn't even respond to that mm-hmm. so then it'll that was probably like at nine o'clock last night I just went to bed 11 30 today I get good morning exclamation exclamation because he's probably like oh no Mm -hmm. she's mad and I wrote hello no punctuation punctuation at all 
Um, just hello. Them's fighting words. Mm -hmm. And then it was, um, how's your day? Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, everybody's annoying me right now. I was kind of being a little like, mm. oh, yeah. you know, and then he was like, hopefully you'll get through it with like a sad, like crooked, sad face. And then he was like, let me know if you're going to be this way today. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm not do, and I'm not going to bend because at this point I'm just fucking over it. Okay. But so then said the last thing I said was, I'm sorry. My day is crazy. I have appointments till like 8 PM. Let me know if you have time later this week. And, and he wrote, yes. Okay. Make this be your last thing. If okay. he then does not come back with a plan, I would just stop yeah. responding. And if he quadruple texts you, you could say, Hey, I told you this isn't working for me. Yeah. He just said, yes. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck does that That's mean? That's exactly what fuckboy zero said when I gave him those. And I even gave him specific times and he said, okay. Yeah. Smiley face. Like, yeah. It's fucking annoying. <sighs> anyway. Sorry. Okay. Tangent. Um, I had a tangent. I'm sorry. No, that's good. That's part that of it. That was my first tangent. It's, oh. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, this is you. You're reading this one. When you ask him what's up, he over explains why he's been so busy and offers specific details. <laughs> like, hey, just been super busy with this work presentation and my cousin's in town and also my dog is sick so I haven't been sleeping oh my god I totally got this one from the one I was just talking about it's like what I've just been working all I haven't eaten today like I've literally gotten that and I'm like uh, okay it's just I've got I'm going to work for yeah. this tomorrow like I have to go out of town We'll do it when I get back. I da, 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 da. I have to do this. Hopefully I'll get paid and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, eh. uh, yeah, I've gotten this. And I, I put the whole, and we talked about this in an earlier episode, the whole sick thing. I put that in that category. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sick. I'm helping my parents move. I have to make a new resume. I mean, these are all ones that I've gotten from zero. And what's interesting in my case is I have not slept with this person yet. Mm -hmm. And we have been talking for almost three months. This is why I'm saying, I don't know what the hell, like I can drag this out as long as he can. Yeah. Anyway. Damn. It's, but it's, well, it's irritating me now. I think it's like at a good point for this to be your final straw. Cause he, you, you he literally said yes. Okay. Okay. Ahead, sorry. Oh, this was the second part of that statement. So I haven't been sleeping. Oh, what's up with you? Which really translates to, please don't ask me to hang out. Um, uh -huh. That's what we just said. Yep. He shadily will not respond to you during prime date hours of 7 to 11 p.m. because he's obs on other dates. See, that's the only time that we have most of our talk because he's busy all day. So, like, he, he lights up around 7 and it'll go till 1 in the morning. What I notice is not necessarily the times, it's the days. It's the, um, oh, I talk to you Thursday or Friday, and then I don't hear from you till Sunday. Yeah. So, same thing. I, just for the record, I genuinely think this person is not out, like, messing around with a whole bunch of people. I think he's literally, like, working all the time and has kids. But he, in that, in that situation, could make time, and he's choosing not to. Yeah, I guess. Because I do, like, every night, literally 7 until, like, 1 in the morning, yeah. he's on my phone. So I know he's not. But it's, like, lazy. I'm going to sit in my bed, and I get to have this, like, fantasy texting relationship. I have to put no effort into it because he's so busy well if he's texting you from seven to one every night then why couldn't that be a date because his kids are there every night a lot he has them in the summertime he has them like often and they he lives very close to his ex-wife so the kids like kind of they don't have like a formal schedule they come and go he can still make up no 100 percent. i'm just telling I know, you i know this is what's I'm even more like it's frustrating making me mad i'm I like starting to know. boil I know. Okay. A fuckboy has a worldview that reeks of entitlement, but is aghast at the prospect of putting in effort. Oh, 
we have just like talked about that ad nauseum. Yes, we have. Okay. But it's because it's clearly a problem. A fuckboy is a guy that does everything with the purpose of just having sex with the girl. Most of his actions are misleading because he pretends to genuinely care to a certain point, and then after he is done, he pulls back as his work is done. But he is probably setting up for his next target while keeping her on deck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Leftovers. Leftovers in the fridge. Yep. A fuckboy has really good game. They are usually charismatic and funny at first. They usually use synonyms for the girl to appear loving, but they are just trying not to get her name mixed up with the other. That's when I, when I told you I read all these like uh, blogs and stuff before like venturing out into the dating world after being single. And that's what they all say. They're like, if he calls you baby, especially when you're sleeping together, it's because he legit doesn't want to say the wrong name. That's kind of creepy. It's creepy, I mean, but apparently it was on multiple blocks. I bet. But this reminds me the the charismatic and funny at first part, obviously. Yeah, yeah I got like, that too. I mean, And then yeah. it just goes away. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, this one we liked. <clears throat> yes, fuckboys have self-esteem issues and sometimes are narcissistic. I would say not an percent are narcissistic. They want relationship vibes from the girl while giving her as little as possible. It makes them feel wanted and they need to feel wanted to make up for some deep-seated, rooted issue. 100%. Yes. I mean, obviously, a person who got a lot of love as a child or has healthy interpersonal relationships with their mom and dad and friends don't go and treat people like this. Hurt people hurt people. Mm. It's true, though. Gosh, that's just... It's like what I told my son when he's being bullied. It's the same thing. They're essentially emotionally bullying us in a relationship capacity. That's so, like, I can't even wrap my brain around that, especially because when I think of these guys as, like, when we're first getting to know each other and they know I'm, like, a single mom, I get vulnerable with them and I let them, like, know about me. And I'm, like, even with serial killers, don't they say, like, humanize yourself to serial killers and they might not kill you? Like, start talking to them. So I do this with these guys and they don't, they're worse than serial killers. No, because I think that if it was a girl, I think that, then this is a messed up part. It kind of goes back to that podcast we had about, like, gender roles and, like, I'm, like, the dude and you're like the girl but in that same capacity I think unfortunately single moms there's either the camp that's like single moms are awesome like they take care of the kids and they work but I think a lot of men look at single moms and are like oh she's probably tired and hasn't had a guy like tell her how pretty she is in forever and like I'm gonna like that's easy prey I'm gonna swoop in like as opposed to the single girl who has no baggage who's out like very confidently dating it's easy to go to this one because he's gonna get what he needs because he's thinking she's wounded and I'm gonna go in and like it's sick but it's like the easy prey I mean but that is like serial killer vibes Mm -hmm. We talked about that on another episode where I was like, serial killers have their methods. Yeah. Fuckboys have their methods. That's just such a bummer. I hate to just think these people are serial killers. But something bad happened to them. In a different reality, they'd be like chopping us up. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay. okay, so I think that is pretty much the. I think everybody of gets fuck the fuckboy at this point now. Yes. Then roll into some other dating terminology terms. Yeah, because there's so many. You know, I think in the beginning there was like ghosting, which I think most people know. Because mm-hmm. ghosting, I think, can happen in like girl friendships. Right. Too. I've it had like friends yet. that. And fuckboy now, we, you know, you hear that more often. But I feel like every day there's a new term. Yep. Here are some. So we know what ghosting is. Mm-hmm. Ghosting is when they literally just, you're talking to them one day and literally they fall off the face of the earth. Ugh. And just. that's it. And that's after like a double or a triple text and they're gone. And Man. they're never coming back. If they are coming back, there's a name for that one. Is that zombieing? Yes. Yes. 
So they ghost you, and after some time has passed, they kind of, like, tap on your window. Like, oh, hey, are you they still... rise from the dead. Yeah, and kind of test the waters. Like, months will go by, and you'll look at your text thread. There's a bunch of memes that are going around that are funny like that, and it's literally a screenshot of somebody's text thread, and the last text was like, let's do something, blah, 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 and it's, like, October, and then in, like, February, he's like, hey, sorry, I, my phone died. And I'm like, uh, that was in October. Oh, my God. So it's like... Oh. Three months went by. But they I... probably went and tried to, like, see if there was something better or they had a girl or something. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, that was that one girl that really liked me. Okay, you want to read? This is a um, good one. This one I've experienced personally. Breadcrumbing. Yep. Leaving hints of vague interest to keep someone on the back burner. It's kind of what I think is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little more intensely. It's not It's not breadcrumbing. Like, it's not sporadic. It's all day every day. But I feel like there's this, like, no follow-through is going to happen. And it's, like, undoing mm-hmm. the bare minimum just to, like, I think breadcrumbing is pretty mean. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I feel like there are... Um, it's like false hope. Okay, okay, this one, actually, one of my guy friends told me about this term. And Wait, he hold that thought. I'm going to get a drink. Yes. Do you need one? I'm good. I'm good. Damn it. Fucking Olivella's pizza in there is so good. Do you ever get Olivella's? We don't have that in Plano. Oh, it's so good. On weekdays from 4 to 5.30, they have two for one. Uh, <laughs> not, but you know what I but mean? But yeah, these are like $22 each or something. So if you got two, it'd be so... But then two for one. Yeah. So good. Okay. This next term, I had not heard of this until I was on the trip with the guys and their girls. And one of the guys said, he was like, what about simping? And I was like, simping? And he said, in hit, okay, we've read a couple of different definitions, but what he understood it to be was simping is when a guy kind of pretends to be a girl's best friend and like bends over backwards. It's kind of like her shoulder to cry on, but his intention is to get her into bed or to have a relationship with her. So he's kind of almost tricking her into the emotional part first Mm. so that it's easier to slide in. Kind of like the movie Just Friends. Oh, yeah. In the beginning, that it is was like exactly he was pining away, but being her bestie. I, the, I don't think I've ever had that happen. Have you? I yeah. have had that happen. You have? Yeah. A long time ago, too. Who? Who had ex? Oh. He was my best friend, oh. with, and his best friend was my ex boyfriend's. Oh, God. He was my ex boyfriend's best friend. And when my ex-boyfriend cheated on me, he slid in there and was like, I'm there for you. Like, what he did was wrong. And then all of a sudden, he was in my bed. And we were in a committed relationship the next day for 13 years. Damn. And a lot of my girlfriends were like, he knew what he was doing the whole time. My ex-boyfriend accused him of that. I don't think that's what happened. I mean, we really were really close. But But also, I wonder if that's ever, like, a really awful thing unless... They somehow try to really clarify that they just want to be friends with you. Because otherwise, couldn't a relationship develop from, like, friendship? Yes. I think in this specifically, it was, like, my boyfriend was his best friend. Uh And he did that. He slid in under the, like, I'm on your side. This is wrong. God, it's a good-looking group of men. Yes. (laughs) They were. Screw them. Idiots. Assholes. Um, Oh, X. He can be nice when he wants. I like X. No, X. X is good. I like him. Yeah. And then the other one was like 15 years ago and it was a friend that I knew through. We all were like this really big group of friends and he was always so sweet and like extra nice to me. And we would like all have like this Wednesday night place we would go and have beers and then he called me one night and was just like, kind of confessed like what he was actually feeling, even though I like kind of confided in him and like got close to him, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. And then he was like, he tried to be all like badass about it. He was like, yeah, well, it wouldn't have worked out anyway. I'm like, you literally just confessed for me, but all fine. They have egos. I know. But I do too. So I know yeah, what it feels like. So, but I'm now, I'm so used to rejection. I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 
Like, rejection is what I have for breakfast now. <laughs> You're a hard-ass bitch. I am. With your spike seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> like from Trader Joe's. That's right. Um, okay, so the next one is... Cushioning. I haven't heard this one. I feel like that's what happened when I ate a lot of pizza last night. <laughs> You're going to make me want pizza. I, oh, my God, about it's it. so good. Okay. Cushioning. Being in a relationship, but keeping a few people around to cushion the fall if it ends. What does that mean? Like, so like, say I'm in a relationship, say I was in a relationship with Fuckboy Zero, just for argument's sake, and then I might keep texting with some of the other guys that I'm texting with and flirty with or... You know, these people that I get some kind of, like, attention from, but keeping them at arm's length while I'm trying this relationship. Like my flirty friend. Flirt, yes. Yes. So it's there. Say that fuckboy zero and I get engaged. And I'm just kidding. I'm not in love with him anymore. Uh, <laughs> we're going to no. go burn her wedding dress after this episode. Um, so I'm about to become Mrs. Fuckboy Zero. And then I still maintain like little texty relationships with these other guys. And then Mr. something goes wrong. Fuckboy Zero leaves me. And um, then I can just go like, hey, want to hang out? Remind me on the next podcast... I have some ideas, but I want to talk about crazy things we've done as chicks because mm-hmm. we're talking about all this stuff, like me, like on the floor with scissors, Let's making a video this. about to shred my wedding dress to send to X because I knew he was dating and fucking a new <gasps> girl and I was that dramatic or stalking or like sitting out somebody's house or, I mean, we've, <laughs> we have, let's stories. talk about yes, this now. Okay. <laughs> like, like we can, we can tangent. Okay. That's what so, we do. Well, you said the wedding, you said the wedding thing and I'm just like, yes. I just think I, no, but we can just interject it as a tangent. I mean, we talk about it. all of these behaviors of guys, but I mean, I have been, I've been, you know, it's like those in the movie, like where the girls are sitting in front of the fridge in their wedding dress, like with, that, that didn't happen and like shooting whipped cream into their mouth, like losing their shit, listening to some sad song with a bottle of wine. I literally like this last ex, we had been broken up for all this time and dating other people. He hadn't yet though. And I was, and then I wasn't. And I was like wanting him back. And I thought he was wanting me back too. And then he kind of decided you got to go see what was out there. I get to go see what's out there. And he's not wrong. And at the time he chose to do that, I think I told you this, we went to lunch and I literally just lost my shit and kind of motherfucked him at the table. And he was like, I'm putting an effort. I'm going to therapy. I'm not doing this. So he went out and started fucking a girl and kind of lied to me about it, but he technically isn't my boyfriend anymore or my fiance. When I found out about it, did you want to have your cake and eat it too? 100%. (laughs) and but I did I wanted to have my cake and eat it too and it was like not fair but at this point we were working on things so it felt extra shitty so I literally sent him a video this Um, was recently like like two three months ago four Uh, months ago oh okay so I thought when you first brought it up I thought you were gonna say this was like no five years ago no because this just happened that he was with somebody else Uh, okay okay because I all these guys I'm talking about this was all like last like 2019 okay and then all of this the beginning of this year X and I kind of like started hanging out more and like we were really getting along and I thought that maybe we could work on stuff we still had our issues but I pissed him off and he was just like I'm gonna go see what else maybe there's another girl that's not gonna be like this to me again I can't say anything but wanting my cake and eat it too but I literally drank like two bottles of red wine propped up my camera we were engaged and we actually had a wedding and called it off like when was that 2010 but we've been engaged that entire time since then when we broke up we broke up from being engaged I had a ring on my finger for 13 years that was planned for 2010 yeah damn time flies yeah it does okay 
Um, so anyway, you propped up your phone. I propped up my phone in my bedroom, wasted. I still have my wedding dress hanging in my fucking closet that's never been worn. It was really pretty. It was for a beach wedding in Cabo. I went and got it, and I like in the video so dramatically like unzip it out of its bag, and I have these big shears, and I'm just like looking at the camera, talking to him, and I'm hysterically bawling, and I'm like, "This is what you've done to me. This means nothing." Because I wanted to throw that dress away several times of our relationship when I, especially when he like moved out and we were breaking up, and he would beg me not to. He's like, please don't do that. Like that symbolizes like us. I love you. Like, don't do that. So I always kept it kind of because he wanted me to, but I knew like if I had a video of me shredding it, it would hurt him more than it would hurt me. And I was sitting there with the scissors, but what's sad is hundred percent intended to shred it. I got so emotional and I had the dress and I had the scissors and I couldn't make myself cut the dress. I was just like, and then I just look at the camera and I'm like, this is what you've done to me. Like you wouldn't be with this other girl. And of course he like stopped seeing her, but um, that's what I wanted. Oh, so that was manipulative of you. It it was it was double sided. But it was honest. It was one hundred percent honest. Yeah. It, but it was like a last stitch. Like I can't let you go be with somebody else because what if you like her and it ends up being a thing? I'm not ready yet to let go of him. Mm. Wow, that is. Great. I lost my shit. I feel like we should put that video out and see if it goes viral. I bet it will. Oh, God. <laughs> it's bad. It's real sad. Oh. And then like when I knew he was, I didn't know he was fucking this girl but I had that women's intuition that something was up because he was lying about it and if you knew X and I think I've told you this before he's never lied to me like in our relationship I knew if he said something he meant it so when he told me he wasn't seeing anybody that's the first time he's actually lied to me and he's admitted that but like I actually believed him for a second and I think that was almost like a harder blow than knowing that he was with the girl that I was like this facade of like, mm-hmm. he can't ever tell a lie to me. And mm-hmm. he actually did. I was mm-hmm. like in 13 years, so that'd be the first time I was like, whoa, like it just broke this, like this, this perfect vision I had, but I would go sit outside his house for like eight hours because his car was gone just to see like if he was going to come and go. Cause he wouldn't answer my phone calls. And I knew, like I said, my intuition, I was like, he's with somebody like, he's not going to just disappear. And then he did, he showed up in his driveway after like six hours. And he, at that point still hadn't told me the truth. He was like, Oh, I stayed at my friend's house, but I could just tell by the way he was acting. He was off. But yeah. I've been to some low places. Gosh. I, I mean, I have been completely nuts and dark but I'm trying to think of something that specific about I mean I guess the closest thing I'm thinking of right now and I know there's been like so many times I mean I'm pretty crazy but um um a relationship I had so a guy that I dated uh I went through some serious things with. some serious things with when I lived in Los Angeles and um and I really liked him a lot like I had just gotten out of an abusive relationship and um was just kind of like hadn't really met a nice guy in a long time and then um one of my best friends her boyfriend's best friend was single also and so they set us up and he was like really nice and I was really attracted to him and I liked him a lot and I liked him so much that I did not have sex with him for a while and we hung out a lot and he had a daughter he was a single dad and we hung out with the daughter and we connected so much and we had so much fun together and I waited to sleep with him and he even like and it was really cool kind of having like my best friend and his best friend be together because it got through the grapevine everything got through the grapevine really fast like after the first few nights we'd hung out when I didn't sleep with them then it got back through the grapevine to me that I was like holding out and I was like oh yay this is working you know also the first time that I slept with him that I spent the night over there by the time I drove from his house to my house 
my friend was already calling me before I even got home. She's like, you didn't tell me you got laid. And I was like, it was like 15 minutes ago. Right, right, right. <laughs> it was kind of fun to have it like go through the grapevine. So I really liked this guy. Like three or four weeks to sleep together. And we do. And up until that point, we had talked or hung out or had some communication every single day. So I spend the night over there. And then the next day and the next day, nothing. But yeah, and this was uh, this was freaking what eighteen years ago. Yeah, and so oh shit, that's a long time ago. How old are we? Um, so Way this was old. before like ghosting and everything was like. I mean, I guess it existed. There just wasn't a wasn't word a name for, for it. it. Um, and so I had having just gotten out of this really turbulent relationship, and then having gone through a couple of like just really shitty guys, and then finding this guy that I really liked, and I waited and held on, and then we had these mutual friends, and I spend the night there and I don't hear from him I fucking snapped and I did drink and shouldn't have driven but drove over to his house at like the middle of the night knocked on his bedroom window so that (laughs) he had to like let me in and I just was like so we go in his room and I just start ranting to him about sleeping with me and then not talking to me and my physical like uh this is where the text trigger comes from you thought it was most recent ex yeah. on one of our podcasts. Oh, gosh. This is it. This is the first one? This is it. This was your snap. This is my snap. And um, so, like, I don't know. I was so, like, upset. Like, a physical manifestation of that. I like, was talking in this room, and I just, like, pulled the covers and sheets off the bed. Like, ripped them off the bed. Like, I was, like, I don't know. Like, like I was a defiant child. Yes. Like, I was going to, like, do laundry or something. <laughs> like, I, like, like, now there's no sheets on your bed. What are you going to do about that? <laughs> I don't know what my what my end game was there. But I... Um, a sheetless and, bed. Oh, I'll show him. And I just was so... I was like, I'm done being used and, like, you know, by men. I'm just so done with it. And that's what it felt like at the time. And so I had this whole rant. And then I was going to leave. And I walk out the door. And by then, I'm like sobered up enough to know I shouldn't be driving. <laughs> and so I then, by the way, yes, that's exactly what happened. So I walk out, I storm out after this huge rent, and then I come back and I like knock on the door and I'm like, I don't think I can drive home. <laughs> so let me help you make that bed real quick. <laughs> so I slept on the couch at his house after all of that. And like the most like tail between my legs, sheepish thing in the morning, like, bye. And then... <laughs> So um, then I had to, (laughs) so I think that he was, for whatever reason, kind of done before that, obviously, like after I had sex with him, before the rant, you know, like I think it was like fuckboy behavior, you know, like maybe, which sucks because I really did like him too. Then now I'd given him the perfect excuse because I'd had that freak out. So then like the next day when we talked about it, he's like, I just... I can't have that kind of behavior when I have a daughter around. And even though he was doing all kinds of bad things. Yes. And then, of course, I'm like feeling like so low and horrible that I'm like, of course, of course you can't. I just feel like the worst person in the world. And then like looking back, though, I mean, yeah, I didn't handle that like really well. <laughs> Shit. Well, it could have gone better. Could have gone worse. Um, we're going to stop there. Thank you for going with us on that roller coaster through our stream of consciousness. Um, hopefully you were able to go through that maze of tangents with us too. But thanks for listening and um, we will see you next time. Bye.